The Avengers and their allies must be willing to sacrifice all in an attempt to defeat the powerful Thanos before his blitz of devastation and ruin puts an end to the universe. Welcome to the Walt Vault with Michelle, Andre, Louise, and me, Emily. We're a family-friendly podcast where we pick a new Disney movie each week. We watch it, share our thoughts, and then relate it to pop culture, fandoms, and anything else that pops into our heads. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to The Walt Vault, episode 75. Woo, 75. Wow, Michelle really sounds like Louise. <laughs> no, guys, that's me. <laughs> so this week we're talking about Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. One of my favorite movies and definitely one of M's least favorite movies. This is true. Very much. True. Because again, that's our reason. Did you just throw it out my first impression? Uh, <laughs> oh, you're right. I did do that. I'm you sorry. did. That was rude. Mm. What if that wasn't my real first impression? Well, what's your real first impression then? Go. It's a movie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, it's a good movie. There's a lot of good moments. Is it my favorite? Absolutely not. Mm. But it's 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 good. Right. Great. Let me finish Ems' first impression. <laughs> oh my gosh! She dreads this movie. It literally took us four days to start and finish this movie. Oh, really? We have two small children. Oh, like, okay, it's a true. very long movie. I, yeah, it, it did take me two days to watch it as well. That's not... I, uh, yeah. It was mostly because she just was having a hard time trying to do that. And I was binge-watching Stranger Things. Sorry about it. Hey. Stranger Things is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Anywho... Like he wasn't binge watching with me. <laughs> one TV. You were complicit, dog. No, 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 Right. <laughs> Just okay. tired enough to watch three episodes of Stranger Things. No, no, they, they didn't watch anything after this, oh, what I'm saying. Okay. No, no, I watched four episodes. <laughs> I finished season two. Boom. It's very good. Anyway, this week, <laughs> we're talking about Avengers Infinity War, the 2017, no, 2018, uh, Marvel movie directed by the Russo Bros, written by Marcus and McFeely. Doing it up. Starring... Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> they got all of the peeps out here for this one. I don't even know if it counts. This is, does it count? Two seconds. I mean... Yes and yes. Well, okay. So, like, there are a bunch of people who are in it for just two seconds. Like, uh, Valkyrie. Yeah. She she shows up for a oh, hot Valkyrie. sec. Yeah. Says, like, four lines or whatever. And she comes back at the end of a movie. Right. She says something in this movie? Yeah. she They, they show up to... Oh no, they don't. That's right. That's a different movie. Anyway, next. That's <laughs> it is a part story. one. Yes. Gee, in so many ways Man. that it's hard to remember what's what. 
Like, I think when we were re-watching this, Louise and I kept looking at each other, and we were like, hold on. And then we were like, oh, like, this is the predecessor to what we just watched. I have to, like, rewire my entire brain right now. I know, right? Because I watched Infinity War, like, a couple nights ago, Mm -hmm. over the... Program back to the other side. Yeah! Today I watched, like, a five-minute video on, like, some behind-the-scenes stuff in Endgame, and now all out of there endgame stuff we're doing infinity war stuff well tell me what's your first impression Andre? my first impression of avengers infinity war i remember seeing this in the theaters and i just like lost my mind for two hours and 29 minutes <laughs> it was just it was just as awesome wow. it was these movies are so cool <laughs> and they they're so cool. fun and there's a lot of like deep character introspection a lot too, you know? Like it's 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 hitting on multiple levels. And Andre Likey. Andre Likey. Mm-hmm. Lou, what about you? I love this movie. It is the perfect almost like I don't know how to you know almost like it is the perfect almost close of close of because obviously there's a second part to this movie. So That's it's why like I said perfect it's, part one. Oh, yes, yeah. perfect part one to an end of an era. Yeah. Thank you guys for helping me formulate my life. You're welcome. You know, <laughs> no you problem. only gave away my first impression <laughs> inaccurately. Uh-oh. No, it um, was very accurate. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, um, just so everybody knows, um, when the snap, spoiler, <laughs> Michelle got snapped away. Yeah, so the, the reason that uh, Michelle has not piped in on this particular episode is that Thanos made her literally bite the dust. Yeah, and, and she uh, blipped. And she 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 uh, bit the dust and blipped out. Okay, guys. So hopefully by next episode she'll be back. Yeah, we're gonna, gonna have to do a lot of work to get her back, but uh, <laughs> the Avengers can do it. The Vault Vault three quarters can do it. Whew, a lot more daunting. Oh man, we don't have an Ant Man at all. Anyway, I don't have a rat to get Ant Man back. Okay, <laughs> you know how I feel about those rats and Ratatouille. Oh, dude, the rats. Um, <laughs> the rats this... and Stranger Things. I just have a rat problem. So this movie uh, begin. We don't have to go through the entire plot just because it's quite long. Um, Like sixteen pages of notes. Yeah, (laughs) my notes are 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 very long. Oh, I'm still scrolling. Okay, Um, this movie begins uh, with uh, hey, you remember how the last episode we did Thor Ragnarok? Everything you know, they all. And his purple butt face showed up and just decimated everybody. Thanos uh, beat up all the Asgardians. He was, they were being led to pastures. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> Goodbye, sheep. <laughs> Goodbye, Asgardian sheep. But you know what's really cool is that, I mean, how many times have we said this on air? But we watch our movies with subtitles. Mm-hmm. And it was very cool to watch this movie with subtitles because you got a lot of hidden, well, not so much hidden, but you got a lot more context than you did like in the theater. Sure. Just because like for this opening scene, exactly. So like it's really cool to watch like the transmissions that the Asgardians are sending oh, out yeah, in right. their SOS mm-hmm. to the rest of the universe. Yes. Because in the, in the movie theater, it's the first thing you see and you're not really paying attention quite yet. Right. Like, not just, listening to those words. Yeah. And they're literally like... This is Asgard. This is not a warship. There, we repeat like there are women and children, and we are not fighting back. We have no weapons. Mm-hmm. Like they're li- literally pleading for the. Their- <laughs> 
the biggest, baddest guy. But it's actually really cool to be able to see that because yes. I didn't, I mean, I, I guess I heard it when we watched the movie originally mm-hmm. and the second time, but this, like, reading it, I was like, oh, right. that's really Yikes. sad. Yeah, he's, he's mean. He's a bad. He's a big purple meanie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he shows up. There's some stuff kind of, not necessarily glossed over, but, like, the uh, Power Stone already. The gauntlet and the... The gauntlet and the... Is it the power stone? Yes, right? Yes, yes. It's the purple purple power stone. Purple. The purple power stone for the purple people leader. Yes. He doesn't need people. Well... That we know of. (laughs) (laughs) He's in all kinds of bad stuff. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so he already has the power stone, and he's uh, wrecking shop with it. He came to the Asgardian... Guard is therefore with the Asgardians. Which is actually really fantastic because we had talked about this a little bit in last week's episode, but I was like, how did Thanos freaking know to go to the Asgardians? Like, how did they, like, why did they even up, end up there? Yeah. And it, it makes 100% sense because we saw uh, run mm-hmm. in the throne room he said, uh, like, of Odin and he sees a little Tesseract and he's like, ha! grab it, but knowing Loki, of course he grabbed it to take it off of um, Asgard, the planet itself, Right. took him with him, and I'm assuming it called to Thanos. You know, here's a a question I have in mind. Beep itself? Um, Did Thanos know, well, obviously Thanos knew uh, the Tesseract was on Asgard because of Thor takes him back to Asgard along with the Tesseract. So my question is, at which moment did did Thanos know it was there? Well, did I mean, he know as far back then? Well, if he didn't end up going back to Thanos, but right. he assumed he got the Tesseract because he knew what happened on Earth, then you would have to assume that it went back to Asgard. Yeah, he must have just so known what happened on Earth. hadn't gone to Asgard and had like stayed on Earth with S.H.I.E.L.D. or something like that, would Thanos have known that? You know, so like how did he know that it wasn't on Earth and that it was on Asgard? I mean, either way it's on Asgard. It's just a right. matter of that it, did he know once Loki took it out of Asgard? Right. Stop calling it that. <laughs> or did he know at the moment it arrived at Asgard? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. I'm not I feel like he has like a homie spies. Yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's assume it's that. It's spies and infinity beacon. Well, and you know what's, the, what's the best part is that he has. I think I took it for granted the first time I watched this movie, but the rewatch really got it for me. Is that he's like quote unquote children of Thanos. Mm-hmm. He's like elite warriors from every the race black order are legit. Oh, yeah. Like, the first time I watched it, when I looked at them, I was like, these people are nasty. Like, because they're, like, really weird. <laughs> they're just, like, like gross monster-looking dudes. Yeah, they look nasty. Mm-hmm. But, like, Ebony, like, his number one... Squidward. Bad guy, Squidward. Mm-hmm. He 100% is he's, the coolest villain He's, like, terrifying. Very I, I, like, terrifying. My question. Cooler they, than Thanos, With his power, like, how the heck is Ebony Mon not calling the shots? I don't... I mean, like... I'm he's, guessing that even with everything that Ebony Ma can do, he's like super telekinetic, right? And he can just lift stuff up and move stuff around. Like, he could probably drop 
a planet on Thanos and Thanos would still get up, you know? So, like, that's why. It's because maybe the strength. Because think about it, brute force always ends yeah. up being leadership in at least the front line. Okay. You know cool. what I mean? Like, the biggest guy is always the one at the front. Right. Like, Ebony Ma could be, like, holding Thanos up above his head or whatever. Thanos would still grab down and snap his little neck. <laughs> Ebony Ma I wish neck. you guys could see on Imposing threat For across sure. across all the galaxy. But I mean, the whole point of that though is that his his Black Order is pretty legit. Yeah, like all of them have really cool powers. Mm-hmm. But so then that leads us to kind of one of my first problems. The first time I watched this movie, moving into Endgame, and we won't like do spoiling spoilers, but sure. is that. everyone all up on that ship. Like, yeah. it looks like everyone is dead. Sure. And my problem with that is that he's quote-unquote killing half of the civilization. Right. But, and then in Endgame, you see the other quote-unquote half of Asgard there. Right, yeah. So that's another thing that kind of got... I guess, is that they're calling that distress signal, but also... I'm assuming half of them evacuated yes. in that moment before yeah. he boarded. They got, they got, they got out and took off while the rest of them remained behind and that was another theory could be that I just thought about maybe he did let half of them go they just skipped over right if there was a life pod on there like alright you guys can Mm -hmm. go to the other life pod and leave now or else you will die all I needed was just one little like half of you are already gone and you should be thankful for your sacrifice yeah stop crying Thor I let the rest of your people right like that would have been like Boom! Shock the lock. Because I'm telling you right now, in the next movie, when there's just people showing up on the shore, (laughs) I think it's very weird. Like, that that just seemed very odd to me. I understand in the context of, like, his whole scheme why why there's half there. He could have even done his Thanos self, like, usually say, I am not a tyrant, I am a very merciful person, Mm -hmm. and let half your people go. Right, yeah. You know, that one... Yeah, one line would have, would have cleared it up. Because, honestly, it, it very much seems like just the worst week for the Asgardians oh, they all <laughs> ever. Have. I yeah, don't even like, think about that. Like, the planet like just blew up. Minute, like, <laughs> planet's gone. Now Thanos just showed up. Mm-hmm. Seriously, that could have all been within like the same day. Yeah. Hella. Right? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> then, S- his name isn't Sitar. What is his name? Surtur. Surtur. Then the planet. Yeah. The wolf dog. Fenrir. And now Thanos is here? <laughs> now Thanos. Oh, funky name. Goodness Sorry. Gracious. Somebody just graduated from Asgard College and they're like, I can't believe <laughs> that this is the week that I'm having. Well, the good thing is his dad is gone. Like, yes. he has no student true. lives. true. <laughs> <laughs> he has also no life. You gotta look on the bright side, you know? <laughs> he's on Earth. It's no big deal. Some, some, yeah. No. Um, I'm not gonna go on with <laughs> That's not happening. You know, the cool thing about this first scene, too, is that you know, he, Thanos, without foreseeing, super strong, right? Then he gets oh, yeah. the, the power, no, the, the space, space stone, stone from the Tesseract, and then it's like, oh my god. Right. Even from that, what, first ten minutes, it's, mm-hmm. like, it's like, ooh. Oh, he is He's going to kill scary. everybody right now. Yeah. He doesn't even have this all is six, not five, six, good. whatever many there are. He it's destroyed weird. all the Asgardians, and then he just... 
beat the crap out of the Hulk. He just messed him up. He bodied him. He was like, bop, 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 bop. Yeah. And do you realize he, did, he just, all they did was just box. Yeah. Like, he that didn't was it. use any stone on Hulk. Hulk was nothing. just done. Fantastic. Hulk went out. But, you know, I'm reading my notes right now to kind of see where I want to go with this. Mm-hmm. And it, I literally wrote, Loki, no. Heimdall's, no. Heimdall had 16 Zs at the end. No. Well, I think that was one of the things when we, we watched this movie the first time that was shocking to me. I yeah. had, like, the shocked face on for at least five minutes because... Two homies already died. They killed home, Heimdall and Loki within the first five minutes or whatever. And yeah. it was, like, they were gruesome deaths, yeah, too. Like, straight up. Loki's was straight Probably up... the worst Marvel death Strangulation, asphyxiation. No more resurrection. Apart from... Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it reminds me of memes, but anyways... <laughs> Um, that one with Loki is probably, if not the, in my opinion, one of the most gruesome Marvel deaths. It is the most gruesome Marvel deaths that I've seen. I mean, besides just getting, like, shanked or something, like, yeah. you literally, like, see him get strangled to death. Like, right. Like, leave his like, eyes, like... He turns blue. I mean, yeah. even, even then, you know, when you <gasps> see That's because some... he's an ice giant, though. Oh, well, that makes me feel better. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that. he was blue. He was blue. Oh, <laughs> that makes me feel better, though. Even then, when when you still I see people, had no I, mean, I think it's a little bit of that too. When, but when you guys still see people who are, it still didn't like seem as gruesome as Loki's death. I agree. Right? Yeah. It, it's 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 rough because it it lasts for a pretty long time. Like they're they're tight on him, the life leaving Loki's eyes. Hey, sir. Poor Tom. Oh. Poor Tom. Goodbye. Bye. No resurrections this time. No resurrections this time. <laughs> Just so you guys know, Louise is going to giggle like a little girl. <laughs> at, every, at every Thanos line? Every Thanos line, because my life for the last two years. Look, guys. Thanos in, meme after Thanos meme. In case you don't know, <laughs> we all know the premise of, you know, Infinity Wars and snaps and stuff, but not only did Thanos snap half the universe, but he snapped all the memes of existence and only let his memes take over the rest of the world after this movie. I literally have, Only like, my memes shall survive. Memes on memes saved on my phone. Let's be honest. Thanos controls the meme uh, uh, economy. The meme economy? <laughs> meme economy. Oh, no. Oh, my God. So, one of the most interesting things here um, happens right in this first little bit. The only reason the Avengers know even a slight bit yeah, of the threat is coming is that Heimdall uses his Bifrost power mm-hmm. one his Let dark, the dark magic, magic flow through me once again. That's so cool. <laughs> all fancy and stuff, and he sends Hulk back to Earth. And in my in my like I guess just awe and wonder in the watches, I'm like I have no idea what he's doing, but it makes <laughs> sense. He sends. Hulk back to Earth for the first time in forever, right? Yeah. Literally, he right. hasn't been there in a like, while. Wow. Could have done that a little bit earlier. And he sends him straight to Doctor Strange. <laughs> On and, purpose. Yes. Right, purposefully. Yes. And Doctor Strange is able to contact, you know, like, figure out some Get stuff about Get things moving Thanos. very fast. Yeah. yeah. He pulls in Tony Stark. They're able to are at that point supposed to be getting Steve Rogers and the rest right. of the Avengers on board. But that's when the children of Thanos then meet them up. on Earth. Yeah. Which, if you think about it, they got there. It was really quick. Heck of a But, you know, Thanos has the Space Stone now, so anything is oh, I mean, possible, just right? Blink. Yeah. <laughs> Get there, bro. He, yeah, like wherever they were in space attacking Asgard, he blinked them back to their ship and probably just blinked the ship 
to like over Earth or whatever. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Or blink that little like, ship to Earth. While yeah, he it went took to them time. like a good ten minutes maybe to yeah. get there. So mm-hmm. they were battle ready, I guess. Man, I, but that's why he got that space stone so early. He was like, "I'm trying to cut down traffic time. Let's go. Let's, got let's get these stones quickly." Um, yeah, so he uh, he enlists the help of uh, the Hulk and Doctor Strange and uh, Iron Man, and uh, they all show up to start to begin to battle. And uh, the witty commentary is already just kicking. It's just amazing. He's I like, love I love every type of pacing contest where pretty much Iron Man is involved, right? Like yeah. you expect him to be saying stuff, but Doctor Strange is like in his infinite like. Wisdom is also very pissy, mm-hmm. and so is like Star Lord later. It's oh, just it's, that's like the one of the best things about this movie is that you get to see all of these characters interacting. A lot of them for the first time. So <laughs> Doctor Strange and Iron Man just button the biggest heads. One <laughs> of those things, like Funko the, Pops, just yes. bashing against you know each what? other. No, no, both of them are like those two big uh, rams that you see on the Discovery Channel, just bashing <laughs> each other's heads for like yes. thirty minutes <laughs> until eventually one of them, you know, freaking uh, cracks their, you know, <laughs> their horn, their horn, yeah. you know, leaving the herd in defeat and shame. <laughs> are you leaning on the cauldron of blah blah blah? Yeah. It's like, um... <laughs> <laughs> and then KP slaps his hand off. <laughs> KP. Um, I just so you know, in my notes it says, "Why is this inanimate object the best character?" KP. Yeah, he shows up even more later. Um, <laughs> so but, yeah, uh, they're all in the New York Saint Sanctum. They're all talking about the Infinity Stones. Tony's like not necessarily surprised but he's just kind of in shock that it's happening really really fast yeah and they eventually get to the point where you know they're trying to assemble a team to go and and meet them you know they bring up the or tony brings up the not not a banner the hulk brings up the fact like hey just call just call steve rogers get the team going Mm -hmm. and that's where you know tony stark you know fills them in Saying the Avengers split, yeah, and Civil War PTSD. Oh yeah, big time. And then they're they're about to call him, you know, even though Iron Man does not want to win, you know, the children of Thanos, two of them show up on Earth. Just too much. But I do want to say they start running outside. They're getting excited. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna at least assess the threat. And I, this is just a little. It's so not important and most people would look over it, but I think it's an extremely important character. But the first thing he tells Friday to do, do you remember what it was? He's telling him to block everything off and call first responders. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's a he's a good superhero. He's literally like become like the world's he like shield. Yeah. Like he has done such a good job. He like is the city. It's it's so weird. And and watching that evolution over the movies has where he's got his suit that he can attach with his little wristbands or whatever. And then by the second Avengers, he has a full fleet of robots that just sweep cities and mm-hmm. protect people and stuff like that. And now we come to this and he has just satellites of stuff that are ready to come down at any second that can help him out with literally anything. It's just so fantastic because 
it shows, which I know that part of the whole reason he's so PTSD-E is because he's been having Thanos dreams and stuff. Yeah. But it also shows that he he cares so much more about other people than himself, which which is one of the things I really like about this movie, but that's also my biggest gripe with other characters in this movie, but we will get to that. Interesting. Um, yeah, so after, after, they, after Ebony Maw and... Corvus Glaive show up. Um, really, <laughs> oh wait, wait, is it Corvus? There's, 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 Big old fatty there's two who I don't know their names. I don't know the name of the girl. No, the girl is Proxima Midnight. Squidward is Ebony Maw. I can't. I don't know if the big guy is Cole Obsidian or Corvus Glaive. That Corvus Glaive, he might as well have been named like Colton you know, Blake at that point. <laughs> so pretty non-alien, if you ask me. Corvus Glaive. I think that's who it is. I think that's the big guy. Uh, so they show up, and uh, you know Iron Man is really trying to encourage the Hulk to uh, to show up and uh, you know get get into it, get battling. And uh, and Banner, he's just well blocked up. Just happening yeah, he's just hard. like, nah, I'm not dealing with any of these dudes no more. Too good. I'm done. It's too good. But this, I'll, I'll share it now because this is the first instance of my a problematic portion of this movie is that I feel like in some instances there is fantastic acting from some of the actors and on another end I feel like the acting is literally just reading the script like not even not even working it but for me for one character overacting and it's Doctor Strange I I'm sorry I cannot stand the way Doctor Strange talks to his movements in this movie. Yeah. How I wish you could see what I'm going to do, but it's like I am not <laughs> going to do that. Like he literally <laughs> emphasizes as he's moving his arms, and I'm like, oh my god. He's badly like choreographed. He doesn't have to talk like that. It's yeah. not. It, it emphasizes it too much. And the reason it bothers me is he's such a good actor. Like yeah, you don't have to overdo it, dude. You know what I. Was told to do it that way. Yes, so that's not a Benedict Cumberbatch's. That no, I totally agree. He's yeah, too no. good to do it that way. Well, like I think somebody told him like be more of a superhero, <laughs> and he was like, okay, I'll use my arms a lot. Mostly <laughs> overdone. Like I literally wanted to throw up when I watched this time. I knew it was coming. Oh god. So I th- I think that his accent is hindering his acting performance. Perhaps I I. Particular character would be better served if he just did his British accent. He does yeah, not if have he to just be him. Be a straight up. He New honestly Yorker. could be his version of Sherlock yeah. in the Sherlock TV show, and he would be a fabulous Doctor yeah, Strange. Be pretty because good. it's that type of like, I'm smarter than you. I'm better than you. I know what I'm doing. I'm always going to be right. Just let me do it. Yeah, that's both characters. The only well, thing stopping me from ending this is you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, guys, come on. Let's, let's, let's not be too harsh on him because we can't all be Charlie Cox, British, blind, and an American. Yeah, dude. Acting well, as an American, okay? We can't all be true. Charlie Cox now, so. That's, that's, you know, that is true. Ah, alas. Yeah. But Sorry, anyway. I just had to throw my boy Daredevil <laughs> in that place, you know? It's true, though. But it's funny because... Like, for that exact example, I I think that Doctor Strange overacts a majority of this movie. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's just trying way too hard, and maybe he is, like, trying to make up for his accent. But then you have people like freaking Peter Parker over here, who's like... Also British. 
Also, yeah. Brendan, <laughs> giving his heart and soul, and everyone will say, like, that's one of the best moments in the movie, because yep. he's, he's being the character. Absolutely. And I feel like Tony is the character. Yeah. Like, no one will say Chris Pratt isn't being Star-Lord. Right, like, that's he's true. working that character. Man, Chris Pratt has been Star-Lord since Parks and Rec. <laughs> Wong, played by Benedict Wong, uh, <laughs> the best thing. which is very Two funny. Benedicts in one sanctum. <laughs> I have to, I have to find it. Oh, There's so many people in this cast. Oh yeah. Where are you, Wong? Okay, so you know, as the scene is developing, you know, you have um, Tony. He he clears a perimeter. He is British. He, I thought he was British. Good yes. for him. Nice. You know, um, but he starts clearing his perimeter, showing that he cares about people. And immediately, you know, his first instinct is is kind of to go along with him protecting people. His first instinct is to get the stone as far away from these guys yes, as possible. Yes, which is why he's convincing Doctor Strange to leave, like, this entire time. And that's where Doctor Strange says, no, I will not leave, and overacts his movement. <laughs> right, yeah. As I might want to use it. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, they... Uh, the two that show up, like you said, were Ebony Ma, Ebony Ma and, and Corvus Glaive. And Cor- Col- Colton Blake. <laughs> Colton Blake. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they show up, and they're pretty much... Uh, this is one of my favorite uh, scenes, uh, interactions between the two. Um, you have, I think, Doctor Strange does his... Does this chattering animal speak for you? <laughs> <laughs> I just I, th- I thought that was you know pretty chattering witty, animal, <laughs> uh, pretty witty on uh, Ebony Moss. Right, yeah, pretty. You, you kind of nailed it. <laughs> uh, big tug, big tug. And at that point, you know, obviously Doctor Strange isn't backing down. He says no. He gets ready to fight. And do they send the big tall dude first? They do send the big Tony. Yes, yeah. And, and that's where Tony tries to get the Hulk involved, and he doesn't, so he... Dude, you're embarrassing the front of the wizards. Yeah. <laughs> so he eventually just turns into Iron Man using his, what do you call it, nanotech? Nano Nanobots, yeah. The nanobots. Which is really cool. So they're all essentially microscopic robots? Yeah, they're like, they're like probably maybe a little bit bigger than like a set like that, you know? They're like tiny, itty bitty. And he has them all housed in that housing unit that's now on his chest. Just spread out and can change at will, just from his like thoughts. He gave himself superpowers. It's nuts. That's pretty cool. You know, <laughs> it's so awesome. He just has a skin that just melts over his body and has lasers that huh? shoots out of it. Pretty legit. Yeah, I want it. You know, so they start fighting, and then um, you know, I, I I don't. How do we how do we get to the point where Tony gets kicked out of the scene? What happens? Um. So let me see here. I believe that Doctor Strange teleports Bruce Banner away. Yes. And then um, Iron Man is fighting Corvus Glaive. Corvus Glaive. <laughs> and I and think I think he just knocks him into like next week. Yeah. Because Corvus Glaive has this weird, like retractable, uh, you know, expendable yeah, chain, hammer, chain, chain hammer. thing, and he knocks Tony out into I believe it was the middle of the park. Um, yeah, and then and by that we, time Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. 
skip past this, but uh, the moment where the children of Thanos show up to New York and, you know, Tony and Doctor Strange are going to go investigate, you get a cutscene where you see Peter Parker, Spider-Man, all of a sudden his spidey senses yeah. kick in, you know, and uh, he sees that it's an alien and pretty much he just suits up and then he goes towards... Uh, the danger. Yeah, that's the Stanley cameo in this movie. He says, oh yeah, the kid's never seen a spaceship before. Yeah, <laughs> and then fast forward back to the scene where you know Spider-Man ends up showing up and he's helping Tony, and that's where you really get a glimpse of his strength. Yeah, like geez, uh, he he threw his like little hammer chain full force, and Spider-Man, and just, Spider-Man just got in front of it. Like it's nothing. He's like, hey guys, <laughs> hey, what's you know, up, Mr. Stark? Up? How's it going? And. Um, you know, prior uh, uh, at the same moment, you have Ebony Ma and um, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange uh, fighting, and uh, pretty much, you know superiority in terms of his uh, psychic abilities yeah. and what he could do. Can't and he has him kind of trapped, and he's trying to take the time stone uh, from him, but you know, um, he has a spell. Yeah, Doctor Strange put a spell on it, and. Um, pretty much, he can't do much. Uh, he can't take it off of him as long as he's alive. Right, which is is nice <laughs> for now. I wonder what would happen if Doctor Strange had died, though. Like if he had somehow killed Doctor Strange, would the spell have just broken? Like that's how magic works in like Harry Potter stuff. But I don't know if Doctor Strange could create like an everlasting protection around the thing around his dead neck. My theory is you kind of have to have like, a, I guess like a die. The stone would have. It's almost like a if this then that. Mm-hmm. You know, like that app. Right. If, um, if Doctor Strange if dies. Doctor Strange dies. Then the time stone does X. Like the time stone goes to Wong or something. Or like the that. time stone gets sent into. You know, a, a dimension. Right. What do you or call the those dimensions? Or the time stone fries your hand off. Yeah, that that too. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Something super nice and mm. violent. Mm. Yeah. But, but to the point where even if you kill him, you won't be able to get the time stone. Right. Yeah, Which, your hands, like, burns off. No. Yeah, your face burns off. <laughs> or you could just die. Yeah. yeah. Your whole body sick. And at that point, he's like, any fine, any I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> kill you, but uh, you're gonna wish I did, right? And he ends up taking the. Uh, at that point, he was uh, knocked out. Yeah, he puts him to sleep, <laughs> and then uh, curls him up and tries to take him away. KP shows up, and the best character is who ends? KP. <laughs> I like how we're all calling him KP. Like. The Cloak of Levitation. No, his name is KP. He's the best character in this whole movie. Yeah, he's because he's awesome. up in here literally intuitively saving Doctor Strange from being like sucked into like this spaceship. Yeah. And then he ca- he has like an, an inanimate object conversation <laughs> later on in the movie. Like yeah. this cape is on it. Cape is wild. All I need to say is that if we take this much time to talk about every dang thing in this movie, <laughs> we're going to be here for six hours. That's true. Let's, let's All move right, well, forward. Let's move they get on a spaceship. They get on a spaceship. Who follows? Tony. 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 Thank you. Spider-Man. Peter. Katie. Katie. Katie shows up, too. Um, they get on that ship, and now they're on their way to space. And Piper 
telling you, you better not be on that spaceship. You better not be on that spaceship. And you know what happens? He's like, oh, sorry, I can't hear you. I'm in space. Can't ah, bye. can't hear you. Reception. <laughs> yeah. He loses Friday. He yes. loses Pepper. Boom. They're in space. Dun, dun, dun. It's scary. Never to go back. Literally. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Not by the Sports. end of this movie. <laughs> um, so Not this two hours. They go to space. Guardians get a big old uh, Asgardian bug on their windshield and uh, have to save Thor. It's the pirate angel. So the Guardians are out doing their space stuff, rocking out to their music, and they hear the Asgardians' distress symbol. Yes. Signal. So they fly out there trying to get some booty um, and meaning money, <laughs> money. Sorry. Right. Yeah. They get out there. They're trying to get a bouncy and. Um, Thor literally is the only one still alive, I'm assuming. And yeah. they pick him up, and he's to Nidivellir. 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 We're missing up the D and the V. I don't know where they go. Nidivellir or Nidivellir? I definitely wrote it down at some point. So did I. It's, it's uh, Nidivellir. They go to... Um, <laughs> They're going to the end place. And they're going to go to the end place because the end place is what made Thor's hammer in the first place. Yeah. It also is the birthplace of Thanos' talent. And Thor thinks that if he goes there, he can make something that is strong enough to kill Thanos. Yes. So Thor takes Rocket and Groot off to Nidavellir while the rest of the Guardians... Head to nowhere, nowhere where planet. Thanos is going to get another Infinity Stone. And the Reality know, Stone. Yes, and we know the Reality Stone is on those, <coughs> which we've seen before in the original Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Because at the end of Thor 2, yes. they get the Reality Stone, which is the Red Stone, the and Aether. they give it to the Collector, whose fortress thing, yeah. his vault of collections, is on nowhere. So the rest of the Guardians are going to go over there. And unfortunately, the one of the funniest scenes is this scene. <laughs> we can't recreate it, but it is so funny, the conversation between like Peter Quill and Thor. Yes. Star-Lord and Thor. The, this isn't a dude. You're a dude. This is a man. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, long story short, uh, all of the Guardians are amazed by Thor's yeah, except manliness, for, except for Quill, who I automatically mean, is on the defensive. You could say that he he's amazed the most, because he has to puff up his chest, Super literally, compensate. to compensate. It is so are you funny. changing your voice? <laughs> no. no, I'm not. <laughs> I always talk like this. No, you don't. So good. Oh my so gosh, it's good. Stop massaging his muscles. <laughs> Gamora is even taken by yeah. him. And when does Gamora ever get excited about anything? Right? It's hilarious. Like, wow, Although this she is doesn't crazy. show excitement, she's just kind of like in her own Gamora way. She said his intrigued. muscles were like... They're like carbon fiber or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was cool the whole, t- the whole time. No, that's, yeah. that's, like you're the, right. That's the Gamora cool. Yeah. <laughs> um... So then, uh, so yeah, they go their separate ways. Um, Peter Quill and Gamora have a discussion because Gamora requests that Peter Quill kill her if Thanos ever gets hands on her. So. Which is pretty intense, like, 
as much as you want her to tell you why, you're like, ooh, something is really right. intense. Like she knows something that he can't. Yeah. He can't find out. And this on my first watching, this was like something I was having trouble like remembering. I was like, what does she know? Yeah. <laughs> why? 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 What could? Why does he have to kill her? And then you know, going back and rewatching Guardians too, that's when you see that she knew about the Soul Stones location. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah. Guardians too. Uh, like her and Nebula are having a conversation at the end of that movie where there was, she says, I, I had a map to the Soul Stone and I tore it up or I burnt it or something. Oh, I don't remember that in yeah. the Guardians. I don't know. You see, you definitely see the the memory of it on Nebula later on in this movie, yeah. but it, I think they hint at it in I the second movie. At the, towards the end of Guardians 2, Gamora and Nebula are like fighting in a cave or something like that. And they're going real hard at each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, It's good stuff, though, because yeah. we get some funny before, you know, some more destruction with the fantastic. <laughs> it's really funny because they are talking for a long time, and then and then they look over, and Drax is there. And oh, my God. <laughs> They're, like, making out at the end, and Drax is just watching. <laughs> How long have oh. you been standing there? He's like, hours. <laughs> I've become so still that I've become invisible to the human eye. <laughs> And it was hilarious because we're watching that part and Addie is standing there and she's like not moving and I'm like, she probably thinks she's dragging. Uh, she thinks she's invisible. And so let's funny. be honest, this could potentially be one of the only times that Gamora and Quill actually kiss and show affection for each other and Drax ruins them all. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This probably was the only time, let's be real. It's fantastic. It's not, I mean, that like ship is not most, very big. No. No, it's not. I don't get a lot of alone time. There are there is a level. True. So Well I mean, still. Drax is a peep. Everybody go upstairs. <laughs> well, and it's it's so interesting because there's so much going on in this spot. Right. To to remember what's going on because then we move on to Scarlet Witch and Vision. That's right. They're in Scotland. In Scotland. They're on a tryst. They're on a whole nother thing. Like, we're still introducing <laughs> yeah, characters just introducing and characters. Like, it's still intense. Absolutely. So they're, the, the easiest one to understand is them. They're in Scotland. They've, quote unquote, gone off the map a little bit because they're having, like, their love affair. Mm-hmm. Not an affair in a bad way. Just, like, they want to just right. spend time together without the rest ends of the Civil War. They're the Romeo and Juliet. Of. Yes. So they're kind of secretly meeting, and but but they love each other, mm-hmm. and they kind of don't want to go back to being on teams. They right. want to go, like, they want to be together. But then they see the news reports of, like, New York. New York, and Vision's like, oh, dang, like, if Tony's off in space somewhere, like, I need to get I back to go. it. This is intense. Mm-hmm. And immediately they get attacked Boom. by... Attacked. Oh. The girl and other Proxima side. Midnight. Proxima Midnight. And with her weird Scarlett Johansson voice. Callum somebody. <laughs> Cole Obsidian. Cole. Ew and ew. Yeah, Anywho, so these two show up and they're very good by And it's it's kind of it's it's one of those things. Luis and I had a, like kind of an in-depth conversation about this after, when watching the movie. That Vision, who is one of my favorite Avengers, mm-hmm. we, we, we know this, who I think is one of the strongest Avengers, yeah. because of the way, not so much that he's the strongest, but he just has the coolest, like, 
he has abilities. A, he has a great power set. <laughs> Absolutely. He is rendered defenseless immediately yeah. because he's. I think it's because he's in his human form. Is that? Do you think that has something to do with? Well, it? like he's less aware of his like vision state when he's like human. Form? Possibly, but I don't know. Yeah, because. Like in the comics, Vision is like straight up a robot, right? right? Like, like he is he's a robot with like a like a an evolving artificial intelligence, so he's more and more human every day. But it's straight up all robot body, so he's got like biometrics and stuff, right. like, like Iron Man has. So there should have been some kind of alert, like hey, uh, stabbing incoming right, right, or something right. like that. So yeah, maybe because he was in his human skin <laughs> in this, that's why they didn't see that coming. But also, I think it was just the lightning moment. fast. Yeah, like, I think. They got beamed down, and it was a knife directly to his back. Yeah. Did, did it look like the Chitari sword, kind of? It kind of looked similar to that, yeah. I wonder if that guy, Cole Obsidian, maybe... Was it Chitari? Or is... He looks kind of ugly to be... <laughs> he could be a... Like a high-level Chitari or something like yeah. that. But either way, they immediately take out one of the strongest Avengers. Yes. Like, just for this, like you said, the skill set that he has. So he immediately... Is pretty much taken out of battle. Like he fights them off a little, a little bit, bit, yeah. But like for three minutes, and then he's done for the rest of the movie. Wanda has to pick up the slack. She does, and she does such a cool job. She has some sick powers. But the unfortunate thing is that she's kind of taken out of the battle too, because now she's protecting him. Right, she's trying to get him. To she's safety. not even like really fighting. Right. Which like later on in the movie, where you're like, where has she been? She's been protecting the <laughs> right? other one. Yeah. She's been so they did this a very that. masterful job, I yeah. think, storytelling wise, taking like the characters who could have beaten Thanos in different ways. Mm-hmm. They took them off the map so that it was a more fair fight. Yes. Exactly. Not fair, but you know what I mean. Like it was more of a fight. It was more balanced. Yeah. It was cool. I, I, I enjoy that a lot. Um, so, yeah. So, they're kind of getting their butts kicked, Wanda and Vision. The, 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 the legend. The myth. He catches a spear. He steps into the light. Captain. Captain America. He's got a big old beard. It's not the most becoming, but it is a beard. Oh, you don't like the beard? The word around town is all the ladies love the beard. Oh, wow. I will say I like the suit. The suit's sick. It's cool. I like the dark suit. Pretty much every movie, he gets less and less self-righteous, but he gets more and more dreary. And I'm kind of <laughs> yeah. doing it. Maybe that's why he got a beard. Like, yeah. like men like, with you know like a feathered past, yeah. you know. A feathered past. <laughs> that wasn't the right word, but... Fettered? Fettered. Fettered That works better. Um, yeah, you know what? He's like, I was fighting with my best bud, Tony, and now I'm just sad. And now I kind of have a dark so suit and a big beard. Love it. But Scarlett Johansson comes out with new hair, yeah. and her hair looks much better. <laughs> This the yeah, first time. No, this is the first time. This is the first appearance of yeah, Cat Blonde. Yes. So she looks better like that than with the red, if you ask me. Hmm. She looks like she's hiding a lot more character development behind those Goldilocks. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like an open book Goldilocks right hair. So <laughs> I think because they make her like, I think they made her eyebrows blonde, and I think that's like throwing me off a little bit. I think is that what they did? Is that why it looks weird to me? Were her. No, her eyebrows were brown. Oh, her eyebrows are brown. Okay, never mind. All right. Let me see. It's just, uh, 
Oh yeah. 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 So you know, it's it's, it's a, a pretty good ombre look she's got. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I her eyebrows and her hair. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm glad you know what ombre. Like I don't know, but I, I I like I like good old redhead black widow. Sam, the third wheel, coming in clutch, he's as there. usual. He's hanging out. I love him. He's flying. He's just... He's shooting. Getting his wings He's clutched. doing some stuff. You know, the way he sees it, he's like, the longer he leaves Captain America and Black Widow together, the closer they become. But the longer he's around, eventually becomes Captain's boy. It's true. And he does. It's a- I will always stand to think that Black Widow is probably Captain America close Captain America's closest friend besides Bucky. You know, they make it seem as if it's Tony, but in reality, well, it's I don't not think Tony. it is. No, I don't no. They they butted heads the entire time. I would say it was more. Um... Obviously, it's Bucky's number one, but then I think Black Widow's the next one. Hmm. I don't even well, think Sam is as good of a close friend to Captain America than Black Widow is. I think Sam and Black Widow are, on the friendship level, pretty close. Because, like, in Winter Soldier, uh, you know, he doesn't trust Black Widow until, basically, they meet Sam. And then, you know, he's getting buddy-buddy with Sam, and then he's getting buddy with Black Widow. So I think their their friendship level is, is around the same. Mm. I think that he just has different trust with both of them because they have different backgrounds, they have different skill sets. I think that just for him it took him to trust uh, Black Widow a lot longer because of her, like... Spy pass. Yeah, her... her Sometimes. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Pretty much. They show up there to try to help Wanda and the Vige. And pretty much... much they, they kick butt. They yeah. eat him up. Mm-hmm. They kick butt, but realize that Vision needs some serious help. Help that they're not going to get in Scotland. I know where we could go. Not yet. Oh, that's not it. Yet. No, not yet. Not yet. They were going to go. They go back to New York. Oh, that's upstate, right. So. No, but you're right. They're yeah. almost. They, they go to the compound. All right. They just have to go everywhere first. <laughs> but you know what? I do just have to throw this out here. We don't have to talk about it, but it bothers me. And I think I said this in the last movie. But every time Wanda comes on screen, she's less and less Russian or less and less Sokovian. <laughs> yes, and you know so she's annoying. she's been living in New York for a while, so she's really she's just adopting. That one. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> whatever. Adopting some different accents. That's one thing. If I if we could go back and like you know change, I would want to do this for M's, but I definitely would want Wanda to keep her slightly Sokovian, really Russian accent. Mm. But just because it, it, it added to the character. Yeah, that's true. It added to the difference in her character. Yeah. I don't miss <laughs> it too much, honestly. Just just because from the comics, like, Wanda and Pietro, they're, they're like, basically American kids, you know? They're, their dad is Magneto, the, the, the mutant. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they're little mutants. But, uh, yeah, they're not from, like, some crazy foreign country. They're Jewish, I mean, that would have been cool. That would have been cool had they started off American, but if 
the Marvel Cinematic Universe decided to make him Sokovian. I mean, that's yeah, good that's action, you know? I didn't know she was an old senior. Oh, yeah. uh, I told them, uh-huh. just look at her face. You can tell she's an old well, I mean, Mary-Kate, <coughs> Ashley, Elizabeth. Ding, well, ding, ding. Elizabeth, Elizabeth works. <laughs> Isn't she, like, drastically younger than me? I think she's, she's younger. Yeah, yeah. I think so. A good, a good ten years? Well, maybe. Well, maybe. Yeah. She looks a lot like them. So. You have to think, though. You have to not think about the age difference between her and Paul. Is his name Paul Bettany? Yes, Paul Bettany. Yeah, about the age he's a little older, but he's he's playing a robot. He's basically only like three and a half years old. That is true. So that's true. And I do love tip him, the so scales the other way, you know. Nah. <laughs> um, In reality, it's Wanda who is kind of a you know cradle. Uh, you know, she's creeping. She's a cougar. Vision's <laughs> only three, maybe four years old. He's <laughs> a little baby. Um, so yes, they go to the compound, uh, the Avengers compound. They meet up with. Uh, Rhodey, who is having a conversation with the senator, uh, what's, his, what's his name? Ross. Okay, Thunderbolt this, Ross. Before we get anywhere else, this always, always gets me in a funk because there's. The exact same guy? It's the exact same guy. Different William, actor. William, no, same actor. William Hurt. He played Thunderbolt Ross in The Incredible Hulk. And then he reprised that role in Captain America. Yeah, you sure? Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, you might be thinking of the other Hulk movie that came out before The Incredible Hulk. The that one, was a different guy. The one with Eric Banner. Is yes, the one with Eric Banner. That's Banner. That's not MCU at all. But isn't that what... No, that was The Incredible Hulk, 2011. With Edward Norton. Yes. So in that scene that you're talking about, it's... Robert Downey Jr. talking to William Hurt about the Hulk and the Avengers. Oh, perfect. Never mind. Full circle for me then. Yeah. Cool. So my right. my slight issue is that uh, Ross is there. Not there. He's hologrammed in. Mm-hmm. But he's talking to Rhodey and the other Avengers show up. And then he gets hung up on. But then Bruce Banner, he like walks out. And I really wanted them to have like some kind of interaction. I wanted him to see that you yeah. know Banner was there and... I wanted him to have an opinion on the Hulk and, and at, that, in and that that's, moment. And that's funny because, like, right before that, when they walk in, he's he's saying, "Where's everybody? Mm-hmm. You know, where's Vision? You know," and, and he brings up the Hulk immediately. Yes. I think he's like the first thing he brings up, and then he asks about Vision and everyone yeah. else. So yes, that's that's as close as I got to a Hulk uh, Ross. I would I, I would have liked a little <laughs> bit of kind of like you know they they uh, stare each other down, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, each other down. Then you got that. You. <laughs> Like the Cowboy Showdown. Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you were trying to do. It was fantastic. You know, and then they continue on. Yeah, and then they hang up on him or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so they get there. They meet up with Rhodey. Rhodey's like, all right, you guys are cool now. I'm not against you anymore. The Civil War is over, even though that dude that's hurt hit my back and hit it good. Um, yeah, <laughs> he got over it. It wasn't his fault. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He missed. Um, what happens then? Well, then, so they're taking them off to Wakanda. That's the idea because there's right. nowhere else on Earth that that, can, that they can get Vision fixed up. But in the meantime, we see all the Guardians make it to nowhere, and that's yes. when we see Thanos and Gamora interact for the first time. Mm-hmm. So they all walk into Javon's like chamber room area, yep. and we see <coughs> Thanos like. Bargaining with him, or mm-hmm. not even bargaining, just like, like where's the threatening you know, him? Where's the reality stone and this and that? 
and Mantis and um, Gamora and Drax pretty much are like, no, nah, we going in now. Let's do it. Star-Lord's uh, trying to be the level-headed one, which is weird. Which is hilarious, <laughs> right? That he's going to be the one with the plan. Mm-hmm. And here comes the other three, and Thanos immediately takes hold of Mantis and Drax. Um What does she do? Cut his throat? Uh, like, yeah, she. Well, I don't think she cuts his throat. I think she, she did something very nasty in his chest or something. I don't know. She, she kills him. him. Yes, she kills him. She messes and him. And he falls over, and she starts crying, and you're like, "Whoa! Oh snap! Okay, what like is we, we go in there. Yeah. Um, how's Thanos gonna get out of this one? Yes. <laughs> um, Stone to, to see what she would do when she saw him. Yeah. And we see that he had already burned down the entire Sanctum area, like Tivon yeah, was already dead. Um, way ahead of him. Already, yes, very much way ahead of him. And um, and pretty much he gives, he, he takes her. And, right, the exact and, scenario that she described to Peter Quill earlier happens. And Quill then has to make the decision to either shoot her or not shoot her. Right. Um, because he Um, and he attempts to shoot her. He really does. It's very emotional. It's very dramatic. Yeah. And when he tries to shoot her... Um, bubbles come out. Yeah, Thanos changes the reality of the gun, and he shoots... It's a bubble gun now. Bubble gun. And he's like, oh, I like this kid. <laughs> yeah, well, at, <laughs> the least boyfriend. The, at least he got dad's approval. So. <laughs> yeah, you know I, what? I suppose. Yeah, that's all he needed. And uh, Peter Quill is very sad. And also, uh, Drax and Mantis, who had been like cut to ribbons by the Reality Stone, they like morphed it back together. That was that was scary when I first watched it because he just like Reality Stone them into yeah. pieces, and I was like, oh, <laughs> they're dead already. I know. I thought they were dead too. Whew. And but I think that the, these moments, when you think about them, are pretty poignant. So he like cubed up. Drax and Mantis like unraveled yeah, like a ribbon. bowl of ribbon. Yeah. yeah. So it was really interesting because in my mind I'm like, why didn't he just kill them? Mm-hmm. But it really does show you his purpose. Right. He's, he's not just out to kill everybody. He's, he's like, I'm not just killing anyone. Right. I'm really doing like he really it's believes be in his fair. purpose. You know. So it's really interesting that even though these people are trying to stop him, he's really not just killing anybody. He's right. only killing the nece- the like. The necessary people who are doing what he needs to do. So they they got to come back to their fully formed selves, mm-hmm. and the three of them then have to go off and figure out what they're going to do. Right. They have to chase after them. Yes, that's where they go next. But the funny thing, <coughs> one of my favorite parts, you guys have to when you rewatch this movie, pay attention to Mantis because in the background scenes she is doing some hilarious stuff. <laughs> really, like. In this one, he tells them, like, they're going to go attack, right? Mm-hmm. And so Mantis, like, gets down, literally like a praying mantis. Like, <laughs> she has her hands up next to her face, and her little ears are like... Little ears. She, she literally <laughs> looks like a mantis. And, like, in the beginning scene, uh, Quill says, put on your scary face. And oh, yeah. she literally is like... <laughs> and she's doing it for, like, five minutes. Like, in the background, she's still making scary, scary faces. Face. That's it's so, so funny. I know she, so, like, bounces around later. Yeah, she's on, bouncing on, on Titan, like, yeah. up and down and stuff. She's just, that character is, like, the the actress plays her very, very well. Yeah. It, you, 
yeah, I'm, I'm ready to see more Mantis. Like, I'm, oh, I'm, for sure. I'm excited to see see what else she can do. Which is funny because in Guardians too, like for the posters and like the the promotions and stuff, I was like, this character is nasty. Yeah. Like, I did not was not excited, <laughs> but she is a very good character. Yeah, she's she's great. I love I love Mantis. Um, so I think after this, we cut back to the ship that Doctor Strange, Iron Man, and Spider Man are on. Um, in space. In space. Uh, Iron Man and Spider-Man have to uh, rescue Doctor Strange. And Capey. And Capey, yes. With the help of Capey. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, they have to do so by using a pop culture reference. Uh, Spider-Man goes, hey, did you guys ever see that movie Aliens? And then they, um, they show up, they distract Ebony Maw, they bust the window out so that Ebony Maw gets sucked out of the window using the force of space. And let's be honest, there was like no other way they were going to get him. Like that was yeah. that was the way like for them. Yeah, yeah, if they weren't in space, I don't know how they would have no. taken him down. Them, yeah, because yeah. he is he is quite powerful, quite. So that was fantastic. Yeah, that was cool. they they get rid of Ebony Maw and they're able to figure out like okay they they decide what they're going to do because at first. Doctor Strange is like, no, we need to go back to Earth. We need to get, like, we need to get back to where we're comfortable. Right. And Tony is like, no. Actually, I think in some ways he's like, that's where the most destruction is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But he also is like, let's just take the fight to him because he's not going to expect it. Right. So oh, that, heck no, he wasn't. There's no way he was expecting that. No, not yeah. definitely not. But I think that he was also, you know, like, keeping the bigger picture in mind because he didn't believe he was going to come back, I don't think, at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, of course, Tony's always going to be like, yeah, I'm coming back. But right. I think that he knew that was kind of a lot. Like, this is the nightmare that he's been having for Oh, years, for sure. Years years. So they decide, okay, well, we're going to go, we're going to make it wherever this ship is headed. And Dr. Strange agrees, but he's like, if it comes down to the Time Stone or you guys... Time Stone is my number one priority. Yeah. And it sounds really mean in the moment, but when you think about it, that literally is his job. Yeah. You know, Tony's job Smart. is to perfect, to defend people, and Doctor Strange's job is to, to defend the Time and Stone. The time so, I mean... And the Sanctums. And the yeah, Sanctums. And the Sanctums. Well, well the Sanctums are a little, little far away right now. So, yeah. Uh, Wong's got it. Yeah. I mean, Wong. <laughs> I love Wong. Wong's cool. Beyonce. Um, so, uh, they... Uh, yeah, so they decide to... to Move forward onto Titan. They land the ship. They get actually no. They don't land the ship. For, I think I think ship crashes. Ship crashes and then the guardians show up into the ship. Yeah, so the guardians show up because the guardians they want to go there. find Titan. Right. They want to find Nebula. They want to find Gamora, and they think he's on. She she'll be on Titan. Yeah. Because remember, ne- um, we skipped the scene where Nebula. Uh, they just haven't gotten there yet. Oh yeah. Yeah, because we're jumping around. Thanos just took Gamora. Yeah, Thanos hasn't quite made it to Titan yet because he takes Gamora back to his like mega ship before Mm -hmm. they go to Titan, and that's where they end up seeing Nebula. Yeah, Yeah. and then the reason why the Guardians are there is because Nebula. So So that's how they got there. Nebula escapes the crazy torture device that she's in, and uh, and then yeah, goes to to sit with everybody else. But this is also after. Thanos has gotten the information about where the Soul Stone is out of Gamora. Mm-hmm. And he's, he, he honestly is a master manipulator. Yeah, he's tactical. He's very, he's very good for being... Bang. 
that's, the, that's the separate nebula sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Uh, so yeah, the, the guardians show up on Titan. Uh, they interact with uh, the uh, the mini mini Avengers team that's there. Uh, they have a big old fight where. Guardians fighting mini Avengers is fantastic. It's one of my favorite scenes when they have that little Mexican standoff. Uh, what is it? Uh, I don't know who starts, but where's Gamora? Uh, uh, well, who's Gamora? And then Drax is like, "Why Gamora?" <laughs> you know, and, and, and then like they they kind of are trying to figure out who's on whose team, and then Doctor Strange is like, uh, "Who is your master?" No, and what then, master do you what master serve? Do you serve? <laughs> And Peter Quill's like, what, you want me to say Jesus? <laughs> and then, you know, that's when they kind of figure out that, He's you like, know. you're from Earth. He's like, yeah, I'm from Missouri. Yeah, That's on Earth. <laughs> and, that, and that's where they kind of, like, come oh. to conclusions that they're both having, well, that they're the both team. going to fight the, the same person. But yes, uh, one scene in that that I really, really like is... Uh, uh, pretty much, he's like, "Don't shoot my Spider Boy, or else I'm going to shoot this guy." And it's uh, uh, Iron Man has uh, what's his name, Drax at his, gu- uh, you know, at the side. Of- Quill, do it, Quill. I can take it. <laughs> no, you can't take it. You're what? Die. What? Doctor Strange is like, no, you can't. I can take it. No, you can't. Take it. I thought that was funny. Drax is so funny, dude. I'm so happy that the MCU decided to take that, pick that type of road with Drax because he yeah. could have easily still been the serious. I'm not funny. Well, it's funny too because it is still like, being literal. Like, yeah. he really thinks he can take it. That's what makes it. Funny. But he's like, yes, yes, you're, you're right. <laughs> That's so stupid. So good, though. So oh good. goodness. Um, so yes, they they arrive on Titan and then they begin to formulate their plan for when Thanos shows up. Meanwhile, Thanos is taking Gamora to. Where they meet the Red Skull, which was an awesome moment in the theater. I remember, oh, so cool. Because like I, I didn't think I, I I wasn't expecting that at all, right? Like I, I I assumed that maybe some cool character would have been there to to shepherd them on to to the Soul Stone or whatever. But the fact that it was Red Skull, and I like was able to put it together in that moment that the Tesseract took him there when he got vaporized and. Captain America, the first Avenger, which came out however many years ago. It was, it blew my mind. Blew you know what's brain. good with this? Is that the same thing. We're in the theater, and Luis goes, he literally, because you hear his voice mm-hmm. before you see him. True. And Luis goes, Red Skull. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, I wasn't even putting two and two together, and he's like, Red Skull. Red Skull. And I'm like, it's the who? And then I'm, I'm like racking my brain because I'm trying to watch and pay attention, and then I'm like, and then here he comes with no nose. He's Voldemort. <laughs> no like, nose. Oh, God. And Luis, yes, he's right. It was funny. It's very cool. Here's my question, though. So he explains why he's there. He explains that, like, I, you know, once two sought to, to get a, a... Who was the 
was the keeper before the That's red skull? That's a good question. Like, I want to know, like, was there a keeper? Like, other people had to have wanted to get the stones before Yes, that. and I wonder if it's just, like, the stone chose... Well, yeah, that would be, like, those, those two stones working together, right? Like, the Tesseract, when it zapped Red Skull away, it must have <laughs> communicated with the Soul Stone, like, hey, you need a new guy? And the Soul Stone's like... Yeah, this guy I got is getting kind of old and tired or whatever, so I guess I'll vaporize him away and we'll put in this new guy. And then, I just you know, want to know because it's like... The stone yeah, like, like if Steve had been trying to use the stone at the same time in that scene in Captain America, the first Avenger... You would but, assume he, it wouldn't have, right? Unless it's not an evil thing, and maybe it's just a, whoever tries to wield... I don't know. Well, like, why isn't Thanos getting zapped into these weird yeah, trolls? That's, yeah, how come he doesn't have to guard the soul stone forever or whatever? Mm-hmm. And now that someone has the stole, the stone stone. The stone stone. Does is there no red skull? Yeah, like what's he doing up there? While like is he free or what? He's no longer in limbo. I don't know. I just get to the, take a couple weeks off work or yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like it'll be back. <laughs> I'm gonna go shine my skull or whatever he does. I don't know. <laughs> um, I dig it. Okay, yes. Yeah, so uh, Thanos, he he uh, he pulls the trigger on uh, on doing what he has to do to get the Soul Stone. It's fantastic though because this whole scene, pretty much, long story short, is Gamora. Excuse me. Red Skull says you gotta. Pretty much, you gotta kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Like you have to die. Or you have to lose what you love to yeah, be able to do And Gamora literally... She laughs. <laughs> I did not get it in the theater. I was like, why is she laughing mm-hmm. like that? She literally is laughing so hard because she believes, truly believes, or you wouldn't laugh like mm-hmm. that, that he loves no one and nothing right. and that he is me. not going to be able to get the stone. Right. And he starts crying. Mm-hmm. Gamora, I'm going to have to throw you all of this cliff. I'm so sad yeah. about it, but I got to do what I got to do. And she's like, what? <laughs> she looks at him like he's straight crazy. Mm-hmm. And he's like crying and he throws her off the cliff. Yeah. And it's... It was a good moment. You want to know why it was a good moment? Mm-hmm. You'll agree. The music in this oh, the yeah. score in this scene, which they reprise later when the snap happens, <laughs> is... But- Haunting in yep. the best way. It's a Mr. It's Mr. Alan Silvestri. Well, Silvestri, you you use those silver notes and you <laughs> tinkled into our souls. Thank you. It was beautiful. Silver tinkles. Silver tinkles. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was it was, it was like a, a beautiful scene, a beautifully tragic. Oh, very scene. much so. Her falling like in slow motion, and you're just seeing her face as she's like realizing like I'm dying right. And and the reprise of this scene in later movies, yes. okay, whatever, no spoilers, yes. but the reprise of it is done just as beautifully, but with enough difference that it's not like, oh my god, we just saw this. Right, yeah. So, they did... They d- Lock up a thing, fall. Like, they did a very, they did a very yeah. good job. Good beautiful. recreation. Oh. Very beautiful. So cool. So she did. <clears throat> she did. Thanos has another stone. He's now up to four, I believe. And in the all theaters, the knuckles, my mom goes, "She is not dead." <laughs> and it's so funny too because my mom still hasn't seen Endgame, and okay. she's still convinced that Gamora's coming back. Okay. And I'm like, "Mom, think about it. She dead, dead. She didn't like die with the snap. Like, right. 
She's dead. No, she's not dead. No, my Her soul is gone. It's like when Sirius fell through the veil. You know what I'm saying? Fell through the veil. Mm-hmm. He's gone. He's not coming back. There's nothing we can do. You're going to so be sad. sad for the rest of this book, Harry. Even though you were sad through the whole beginning of the book, too. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So what, he just trips over a cloth and he dies? It, it kind of. Yeah, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah, he just kind of falls into the archway and just is dead. It's like the doorway to death. And it's a one-way ticket. So if I were to stand in front of this arch, I could see to the left of it and to the right of it, but somehow if you go in between it, I die? Yeah. 100%. And if you stand half and half, then half of your body is dead. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> that not You'll have foot. to ask J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Yes, we're talking about Harry Potter again. Sorry. All right, back to the MCU. Okay. Um, so, yes, Thanos has the Soul Stone now. Um, stones. Time is on Titan, so that's where he goes first. Um, mind is on... Mind is on Earth. My man. And on Earth... They're taking the Mind Stone to Wakanda. Actually, that's the that's the music for the end of the um, Avatar. Avatar show. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Anywho, anyway. doesn't matter. But yes, they go to Wakanda, um, and this is my second. Why did they have to make Black Panda? Black Panther. Black Panther. He's pandering <laughs> to somebody. He's cheesy. His lines are cheesy. You know, it's they're bad. It's very they're interesting. I think I'm not. I don't. I don't remember the exact filming process, but I, I'm not sure they might have filmed these scenes before they actually shot Black Panther. They're bad. Yeah, like which the, is what they did with Carol Danvers. Exactly. Too. Yes, it's it's the same thing in Endgame with with Captain Marvel. It's that the <laughs> the the character is in this movie, but their solo movie was... In production or something. In production, and it, and it ended up being an astronomical phenomenon or whatever. So I think if they knew that Black Panther was going to be a $1.4 billion movie or whatever before they were putting these scenes together in Infinity War, I think they would have given him a lot more to do. In maybe different lines, because I'm yeah. sorry. Some of them I was like, oh my god. They're, like, he's literally cheesy. <laughs> Did Black Panther come out after Infinity War? No, it came out before. Before, but I think that the shooting might have happened before. The, the shooting and, and the writing of Infinity War, at the very oh. least, you know? Just because that movie was so much bigger and oh, it yeah. had to have been in production. And, and their, their schedules had to be, you know, like, oh, T'Challa's in the suit already? All right, let's get him over here <laughs> get to shoot over some here, scenes. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Everything about him in this movie was just like... Mm. It's like lackluster. Yes, yeah. very much so. And that's, I think, what why I feel like performance-wise, some of these characters were just thrown on screen to have said they were in the movie. Yeah. And that's bothersome to me. Mm. Like... If Shuri wasn't if Shuri wasn't using super cool technology, I would agree. I would say the same thing about her character. Right. Yeah. But hers, she had some cool stuff. Shuri gets doing. cool stuff to do. Um, she gets to school everybody basically. Yes. She's like, why didn't you just set up Vision's brain this way instead of the dumb way you did? They're like, I don't know, cause we're dumb. <laughs> Pretty much. Banner literally was like, cause we didn't. We didn't think of it. Like Oops. Sorry, 16-year-old. I just got a regular big brain. I don't have a Wakandan big brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, so good. Uh, so good. So, yeah. So, they're preparing for war. 
because they know that Thanos is sending his army to them to get the Mind Stone before Thanos shows up. Um, so they're arming the parameters. They're doing they're doing all the all the good stuff. They got a big old dome. Bucky's there. He's yes. got a new arm. He's got a new arm. <laughs> and a new attitude. He's all smiley. He's actually in a good mood. Yeah. He has like a cool gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and he looks a lot thinner. He does look like, thinner. Mm, like he's I'm not old. so yoked. Yeah, he's not right. yoked. I mean, his yeah. arm is still yoked, but the rest of him is like. <laughs> One yoked <laughs> arm. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's been on the diet of uh, Wakandan vegetation or whatever he's eating he's out there. He's been eating the border tribe yeah. rhinos because he's been, they didn't show up. He's been trying well. to relax. You know, <laughs> I assumed that when he was all winter soldiered, they were like pumping him full of steroids and stuff. Yeah, I don't know what they were protein. doing. Yeah. He was taking protein shakes every day. Um, 12,000 and- eggs. <laughs> Hair on his chest. Uh, it's funny because in the midst, this is where I think in the movie where in the theater itself, I literally wanted to start punching myself in the head because we were going back and forth between so many scenes. I was having yeah. a hard time. But in the meantime, we've gone back and forth like three times mm-hmm. to Thor and um, Rocket on Nivedalir. Nivedalir. What are the heck it's called? <clears throat> and this is my other least favorite part is the that they cast to play the giant dwarf. Uh, Peter Dinklage. I don't have a problem with him, but it bothers me that they made him a giant dwarf. <laughs> that is He's just... a dwarf who is also giant. And they didn't really explain, like, are the rest of the dwarves like that as well, or is he just like the special dwarf? It's really bothersome that he also says that Thanos killed all 300 of them because there were 300 on the star or he on the thing. Half of them is it because they were going to build more weapons? And, like, I need context. Like, is Thanos dwarfist? He's like, ah, oh, you're just a bunch of big old dwarves. I'm going to kill all you. So, I don't know. Yeah. But, anywho, so they're going back and forth because they want to have the Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. The, the, the Thanos-killing kind of weapon. Yes. And they need to be able to light the forge, but the forge can't be lit because the star Star's dead. is dead. The iris that focused the star's dying energy has been closed, mm-hmm. and so they have to come up with all these cool ways to try to open it. Yeah, it's it's some pretty cool ways to do it, honestly. And like, honestly, yeah, I agree that this this is a, a pretty weak part of the movie. Yes, um, but I do like that Thor is just whipping a spaceship around and letting it carry him away well, like it's a big old meal. I think that's what bother what bothers me about it is that some of Thor's coolest moments are in this scene that drives me nuts. Yeah, like the the scene is sucky. Mm-hmm. Like the whole idea, but like his strength because Louis and I were like, dude, he's in space where. He's standing out there. He's literally using his own strength to move things where there's no gravity. Even though, like Luis was saying, like maybe the rings have their own gravitational pull. But Possibly. he's able to like whip this spaceship around yeah. and like use his strength to move these rings and then open the iris around a dying star. Like yeah. Thor is legit. He restarts it. Thor is the coolest. It's like when you're trying to start up a lawnmower. And you kind of can't get it. You're using the pulley thingy. Mm-hmm. And you kind of got to like ask your dad, hey, dad, can you come? <laughs> can yeah. you come start this lawnmower yeah. for you? For yeah. me? And then he does it in like, just one rip. I haven't cut the grass since I was 12. Um, but <laughs> but he just does it in one rip. I've done this motion 75 times. <laughs> I just watched him like bulk up one arm. Yeah. So. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. 
But I'm just gonna say, once Thor gets his mojo back, man, woo! Oh yeah, that's one of the tests. Yeah, exactly. But like double, almost. That thing's awesome, man. Yeah. On one side is like cool. literally a hammer, and the other side is the axe. <clears throat> it's one size of the axe, one size of the hammer, and the handle is His tree arms. Arm. Yeah. Let's just finish talking about that so we can like finish up that scene because right. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> so he opens the iris of this dying star and he falls back to where he literally falls through space to like the platform which mm-hmm. Rocket and all of them are on and he's going to die if he doesn't get like the hammer in his hand to recharge Hammer him. energy. And so they can't find the handle for the X, can't find it, can't find it, can't find it and Groot finally does something in this movie. <laughs> yeah. He willingly gives his arm, and Luis said that he read this, and I think Andre, you had corroborated the story, that he willingly gave his arm, or a piece of himself, mm-hmm. to complete Stormbreaker, and because of that, it actually made it stronger? I think so, yes. Um, I, I don't I don't know a ton about Groot, but he's more than... You know this. He, he's he's taking bullets. He's he's super durable. He is he is a he's, he's like, an ultra tree or he, whatever. He saved him in like, the first movie like from Rainium, like, but in the yeah in the uh, um, in the like a natural form. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, like earth form. lively form. Like his life form. His skin, his bark is like uh, it's just like hyper formidable substance that's probably stronger than like anything else on the planet or whatever. And I think that I might have read it like in a little uh, Instagram uh, page, but like because he did will it's something about like when a, a, a group gives a part of himself up willingly, it helps make the almost like difficult to break, difficult yeah. to destroy. Well, I mean, that was I mean in the first movie that he created that like wicker like yeah. ball that they all fell from space and lived. Right. Like, And you know what, Thor had made a comment earlier when he was first meeting the Guardians, because he was talking to Groot, and Rocket was like, you speak Groot? He's like, yeah, uh, they taught it as an elective on Asgard. (laughs) And it's like, oh, okay, well that's interesting, then maybe the Asgardians have had some past interactions with the the Groot trees, peoples. Which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Which And so that's what makes it extra cool, is that Groot willingly gives his arm, chops his arm off with his other arm, Mm -hmm. and then Thor is able to summon... The Stormbreaker, which we did hear, Eitri, the dwarf dude, say that theoretically he could summon the Bifrost with yeah. it, and we see him summon the Bifrost That's and cool. literally pull himself, Rocket and Groot, through space and time to make it onto the Wakandan battlefield. Down to Wakanda, just, just in time. In time. <clears throat> oh man. And that's that's an awesome. awesome that's I'm gonna say right there. Like and literally when we were watching this movie, I told Luis, this moment in the theater and now is the best movie the moment of the movie for me. Yeah. When Thor comes down and you're just like, Oh, now it's going down because okay. he throws Stormbreaker, he'd be killing all oh. of those mothers. Like it's it's so impressive because we had just watched Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. and he just got the power of lightning within himself. He didn't need a weapon of, of any kind and it was awesome. It was it was Super cool. crazy cool. He's throwing lightning down, he's beating up dudes, he's doing spin moves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then in this it's just like ten times more awesome. He just has a big old hammer and he's whipping it around. It's, Fantastic. It's so cool. 
and up until this point, um, you know, the three children of Thanos were pretty, and their army of Chitauri war dogs yes. were pretty much just kind of whooping on the Wakandans, and you know, the, they're doing some damage. Half of the sure. Avengers breaking through the the barrier and stuff like that, and they were pretty much about to be like overtaken, overtaken for sure. Yeah, but until he shows up. Yeah. I do love the beginning of that fight scene, though. Lisa and I were laughing because you see everyone, like all of the Wakandan tribes, are there. You see, like the Hulkbuster. Mm-hmm. You see, you know, all of the Avengers that are able to fight yeah. and everything. And they start running, right? They start running towards the barrier, and they're running, 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 running. And I'm like, oh my god, Lou, look at how fast um, Meow is. What's his name? Black Panther. <laughs> how fast he is! But then, like, you literally see Steve Rogers like running, and he. Passes him These up. two show offs, they're just like, they're just, bye everybody. No, 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 no. Everybody's so fast <laughs> in comparison to everybody else, and then they both like jump. And yeah. They jump like. They like clear a oh, ravine or whatever. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Oh, like, show off. And like, I wonder, you know, the uh, Black Panther gets his power from the flower. Yes. And Captain America got his power from the serum. Mm-hmm. And I kind of thought to myself, is there a p- potential, a possibility that. Part of the ingredient in that serum could have been from this. Flower. I, I, I'm 100 on headcanon with you on that. I want to believe that, so. Uh, that's what I want to believe as well, because their powers are so similar mm-hmm. that it it, it 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 makes perfect sense that their 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 abilities came from the same thing. Yeah, you know. Uh, I would have I would have liked that. Like back when we were watching uh, when we were watching the Captain America first event. Yeah, they might even be able to do something like that because we do know, like, super spoiler, not that we'll talk about it, but that in the next movie we see like gauntlets being passed. Yeah, like maybe they'll there will be some type of thing there because as the gauntlet passes, it's not passing to someone with a super serum. That's very true. So maybe like maybe we'll learn some upgrade. other ways, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because like you said. I, in some ways, I feel like one is a little bit cooler than the other, mm-hmm. like Black Panther versus Captain America. But what makes like Cap and not Cap? What makes like Black Panther a little bit cooler is like his suit. His suit, yeah. Not exactly. so much like his, his vibranium movies, suit right? versus Cap's vibranium shield. Right, like They're his like kinetic energy is cooler than Cap. But mm-hmm. like put the put that meow meow on, on Cap, Cap, and then it's, whoa, it's, it's real close, yeah. Make it, I don't want to say completely obvious, but then MCU does kind of highlight that the, the recipe for the serum was lost. Yes. With yes. Doc, with mm-hmm. him because yeah. Red Skull tried to recreate it, couldn't do it. Um, in theory, in the comics, or he, and on MCU, I think Hulk tries to recreate it. And that's what the Hulk is. But yeah. doesn't and do like, it right. I think... I think the only other... Well, they wouldn't be able to find it because they didn't go... Like, no one's been able to go into Wakanda. For the serum, though, the only other time that has, like, worked successfully is, like, on Bucky. Bucky has a version of the serum in him. That's whatever his name is. Um... Zoloft. Computer face, Zoloft. yeah, Zola, <laughs> Zoloft, Zoloft, <laughs> the old sleepy head over there. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, that, that's that's the other time it's been reproduced oh successfully, I suppose. Um, so yeah, so they're they're running, they're fighting. Stuff starts going down. Um, 
And then I think we cut back to Titan and all yes. of yeah. this good stuff. And that's happens. when I think that the plan is executed. To yes. So Thanos shows up and they execute Star Lord's much better plan <laughs> than Iron Man's plan, uh, where they they wail on him, distract him, and Mantis grabs a hold of his head while Spider Man and Iron Man try to pull the gauntlet. Off. And, and, and let's put a pause to that, but. You really kind of think about it. Yeah, you'll say Star Lord is. You know, they're all just like, uh, you know, fly by the seat of their pants. Seat of their pants. But in reality, if you look at that entire fight scene, I'm thinking to myself, okay, Star Lord, right. it is very it's much beautifully choreographed. It's beautifully they did choreographed. a really good job. Yeah, and the, and like people are doing just the most random things, but in a way, it was. In my train of thought, Quill was thinking, yeah, we're just going to do this, 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 and this, and that. But in reality, I'm, I'm going to give him some credit and think that his whole idea was to throw such, like, you know, wrenches into the into the pot to confuse Thanos mm-hmm. enough to where he would not know what they're trying to do. Right. Exactly. You couldn't keep up one of the coolest things which I, I wrote a note and I want to know what I meant by that but I don't know what it means um, one of the coolest things is how and I've talked about this before is like how Doctor Strange can open up the portal and mm-hmm. people like jump through yeah. all other places which is the same kind of thing that they had in the X-Men in the Days of Future that's Past right movies. yeah with Blink and I love that yeah. that whole idea that's of the portal cool. summoning is very, 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 very yeah. cool. You ever play Portal, the video game? No. No, it's very But cool. we played it. We played the Lego uh, version. Oh, Lego that's right. Version. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Which I just think is just so cool. Yeah. Like, that idea to me is, like, infinite. You yeah. can just do so many things in, like that. In that game, it's really cool. Like, you can shoot two portals and jump into them, and you're just, like, continually, like, looping yourself and getting terminal velocity or whatever, and uh-huh. then shoot another one and fling yourself out in a different direction. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good stuff. That's I like that very, idea. Very, very reminiscent of this. Um, so so many arms. Where do you get all those arms from, dude? Shock arms. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's got the shock arms. Here's my question, though, and this is what I wrote. What does Dr. Strange's fancy magic summoning feel like? Well, what does that mean? What am I asking? Fancy magic summoning? Summoning? He magic summons? Summoning magic. Yeah. Yes. So, Doctor Strange's powers are awesome. Well, the chakra hands, though. But I think it's important too that we talk about like what happened right before this scene on Titan. Lou, do you want to take it away with his head uh, bobbing? Because you do a really good head bobbing, Doctor Strange. Oh, well, pretty much what was going on <laughs> was uh, uh, as Quill and uh, Iron Man are, are kind of you know fighting for the plan as to how to approach and fight Thanos. Uh, what Doctor Strange does is he uses one of his awesome powers with the Time Stone and pretty much goes into every single potential outcome of the battle to come with Thanos yeah. and just trying to figure out a way in which they would all win and defeat Thanos. And 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 what he lets him know is that he pretty much went through how many ends? He went through... Now, of course, I can't find that... The, the one that I because I wrote down the exact I think it number, was, was 4,605,000 4, scenarios it was 14 could have been 14 it's either 14 or 4 million 
605. Yeah. There was like millions of options, and they only won one, in one particular in one one outcome. Outcome, which is and he does wow. not share what that outcome looks like. No, because no. it's like uh, if I tell you, then it won't it's come not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So it's funny because pretty much throughout the rest of the movie, at least with what happens on Titan. I think that everyone gets super emotional about it, mm-hmm. but in my mind, I was like, I'm not going to get emotional because Dr. Strange <laughs> knows what's going to happen, yeah. and he seems pres- pretty ready for the seems rest like of the movie. going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least if we do this one thing, maybe? Right. If we get this all right. Maybe? Yeah. Maybe? So, <laughs> so he does that before, and then they enact their plan, right? Their plan, Star-Lord's plan, is to... Uh, hold up Thanos and pull the gauntlet off of him. However, when and actually it's working pretty oh, well, it's working very well. It, it pretty mu- it gets to the point where like Mantis is worked. laying him out with the, her mind powers or whatever, which means she's so strong. Yeah, I mean think about it. She holds him for at least like a minute, and he's fighting the whole time. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's fantastic. I mean, she had a lot of practice with the ego as the planet. You know, true. But I would still. I, mean, I would think strong she's stronger. Though. Yeah. Well, he that does in a sense, you know? Yeah. I never thought about that. Going back to this, so they pretty much, uh, you know, do everything underneath the, you know, the the sun to make sure that Thanos is kind of, you know, on his toes. Or not on his toes, and by the time they get Mantis on top of them, and they're removing the gauntlet, they quite literally have the gauntlet, like, halfway off his hand. And then, unfortunately, at that point, what is it that happens? Well, Nebula had already crash-landed. On Titan to help kind of kill Thanos yep. and help Mantis and everything. Grab some and revenge. Because he went with Gamora to Vormir and he came back without her, but he had the Infinity Stone. So to her, she realizes what has happened, and Quill then too realizes, and he in this end game little moment here doesn't really have a job other than just like, I don't know. Poop talking. Like, I don't yeah, know what his basically. job is in this like end part. So he's sitting there and he's making the connection that either she's gone or he did something to her, and he loses it and starts starts wailing on Thanos, beating the you know what out of him. Which, Which wouldn't be all that bad, except for the fact that he hits Mantis' yeah, hand, and Mantis's that's hands what really throws it all off. And he hits her hand. And because he she lets go and then at that point, you know, Thanos jumps on that little opportunity to yeah. push her off and you know take everybody out. Literally the gauntlet was like, you could see you could see like, his the thumb pretty yeah. much and it was on his fingertips and he just kinda like Spidey was working it. Yeah. He closes his fingertips and gets it and it out of this is my problem with that. I'm I'm not sure if he all of a sudden reached with his other hand and put it on all the way through, but he literally is holding it onto it by the tip like of his fingertips, and all of a sudden, it's already in his hand. I don't know. He's that strong. Space Stone. Just I mean, he might. <laughs> he might have a lot of grip strength. <laughs> puts it all Space the way back. Ninja Warrior. I don't yeah, know. Dude. But anyways, plan doesn't work. He keeps his gauntlet, and then that's when like the tide shifts in that battle, and he just starts welling on everyone else. Yeah, he knocks them all up into the. Floaty gravity air. Spider Man has to go save a bunch of them. Yeah. And then he eventually is having one on one battles with Doctor Strange yeah, and, and Iron Man. Iron and that's Man. where the chakra arms come in. Yeah. And he, he makes himself like 25 different Doctor Stranges. They all got whips. 
And I was, that scene was legit. It was so cool. So cool. Holy moly. Um, yeah, and then from there, uh, Thanos gets the upper hand. And then, does he stab? And then Doctor Strange gets So he does stab Tony, I believe. Yes, yeah. yes, he does. And at that point, you know, Doctor Strange does something he said he was not going to do. Right. That, and that's guilt to Tony. To save exactly Tony's opposite. life. But that makes you think that this is where Luis and I were getting all philosophical. It makes you think then that if the stone hadn't been given up willingly, willingly in that moment, that Thanos never would have gotten it. Or th- well, a couple different things. He would have won at the end of right. every other reality, and he would have gotten. That time stone. Yeah, he would have yes, gotten the time stone, just not in that way. Right. But my thought process, and Luis and I kept saying the same thing in different ways, mm-hmm. and we weren't like getting through to each other. But my argument is that he would have ended up getting all of them and succeeding with his plan, anyways. But having had actually killed enough people. So that they couldn't go back and fix it. Right. Does that make he sense? He would have like not not dusted. Him, he would have like actually but killed, killed, killed. Yes. Because think about it, Gamora. Sorry, everyone. Dead, dead. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yes, there's other ways in which she may or may not. Whatever. Yeah. But like this Gamora in our timeline, in our knowledge, dead, dead. 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 Loki, dead, dead, dead. Like Vision, I eventually dead dead. dead, dead. Yeah. So these people. If he had not given up the time stone in that moment willingly, these people would have been dead dead. Like if Dr. Strange... Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange. If Dr. Strange had been dead dead, (laughs) or Tony had been dead dead, if they had all actually died on Titan, then none of this would have worked. Right. It wouldn't have have happened. They wouldn't have been able to save the day. (laughs) He would have seen into the future that, for example, Ant-Man wouldn't have been able to come back. You know what I mean? Like these things would be... I like to think that in like 13,999 whatevers and all of those scenarios let Iron Man die like that's what he's thinking he's like alright well Tony dies okay and then this happens and this happens happens. ah that didn't work and Tony dies and then this happens and this happens like wait what if I have to let him (laughs) be the one who lives and that's like the very last one he's all like oh I can't believe it (laughs) well and it's so funny because I didn't think about this until this very moment but think about the Doctor Strange movie where he's fighting Dormammu Mm -hmm. and he gets killed and and it doesn't tell us how many times he gets killed it could have been it shows us like 15 times but it very well could have been 14 million times and Dormammu literally gives up. Yeah, he's like, like, I can't do this anymore. He just du- he gives up. Like, what villain just says, I'm done. Like, you know, that's too much. I don't need this dimension That's anyway. how long he, like, played this game with him. Yeah. So that makes you think, like, he he's knows resilient. exactly what he's doing. Mm-hmm. That's very true. You know what I mean? That's he's played this game stuff. before, and he knows, like, what the outcomes look like. Yeah. So it's pretty cool that at the end of this whole thing, even though you're like, no, the snap was awful. Like, Doctor Strange knew. And he even says, we're in the end game now. Yes. Not so, I mean, yes, it's a play on words to, like, the new movie. But that means, like, we're in the final stages. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, we've this lost some things. But we didn't actually lose the war. Yeah. Like, we're just... Just losing the battle. Ooh. 
It's good stuff. Yeah. So he gives up that stone so they can lose the battle. Uh, Thanos pieces out of there since he got what he wanted. He goes to Earth. Uh, when he arrives on Earth, the Avengers there try to fight him, and he's literally just like blasting away. He's like power stone, power stone, power stone. And then, I, he powers the heck out of that. Out of everybody, and then Captain America is there, and he's like gripping onto his like gauntlet with his with his face. He, he did the Mantis mean face. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's awesome watching him. A normal, not a normal dude, but you know, compared to Thanos, a normal dude. Holding a hold semi his own. his own. Yeah. And even Thanos' face is like, what? Like, right. he even gives him like a little bit of a, uh, you know? And it's funny because Wanda kind of holds her own against him yes. too. Which I, I'm like literally talking over the scene as Luis and I were watching it because if she had only been paying attention to Vision or only paying attention to Thanos, she would have been able to whip either one of them yeah. pretty quickly. But she was literally fighting both entities at Everybody. the same time. She was blowing up her boyfriend's brain and holding off the worst oh. threat to the galaxy and the universe. So sad. <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. It was crazy. Excruciatingly. And then she succeeds. Like, yeah. she does it. And then he... Yeah, that's the sad part of it all. Oh, he hits so un- he hits undo on her whole shebang. Like and she uh, has to watch that all over again. Yeah. She has to know she killed him and succeeded, and then he literally turns time back in like thirty seconds, and then kind of murders him. Oh, it's crazy. He reaches into Vision's mind like he's dipping his thumb into Jello. It's just like, and then he pulls the mind stone right out, like his head is nothing. And his poor little body goes all gray, gray and, and limp. It's not even like he was like happily dying. He just like got murdered. That's the, to me. That's like the second most gruesome death, along with Loki, if not pretty close. Well, the only reason that his is less gruesome is because he is so machine yeah, like. Yes, because like because looks kind of mechanical. Yeah. But I agree with you. It's it, they they do him up. Yeah, uh, so right after that, he gets the stone, and then Thor comes in to save the day. Freaking Stormbreaker is on its way. It's blocking the rays that, that Thanos is shooting at it, which is very cool. Very cool. Very, very cool. It blocks us out of the way. It hits Thanos in the chest. Boom. He's done. He's out for the He's count. He's like pushing the Stormbreaker into his chest like yeah. a little deeper. A little I deeper. told you you'd die for that. Fantastic. Killed his, Killed his buddy. And he's dying, and he's dying, and he's dying, and then he says, You should have gone for the head. I feel like he should have gone for the hand. Like, he would have just cut the gauntlet That's off. That's very true. I don't know, because yeah. it was made for his left hand, right hand. Right, he couldn't, hand he, couldn't, he couldn't put that on. Thumbs don't, don't work. <laughs> you, should, you should have got two gauntlets, honestly. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, what if someone actually got off the head? over here. Right, <laughs> But, long story short. He snapped. He did a good old... And, uh... Poof goes the everyone. Actually, like... Boom goes the chaos. <laughs> Boom goes. He, he snaps, it goes white, and then it cuts to him in, like, his, uh... Gamora? Yeah, his Gamora and zone or whatever. And I agree, and you can agree or disagree, but... That scene was pointless. It was not necessary. I do not believe it was necessary whatsoever. Not only that, but it's like you're... Literally taking the exact same scene that's already been recreated in another movie and in another world, and it's pointless. I think the point of that scene was to say that it cost him everything. Yes. To 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 bring home the point that he didn't just do this willy nilly. He 
really thought long and hard about this, and he determined that this was the most correct thing to save everyone in the but in universe. Doing so, he literally <laughs> lost everything he ever yes. had. Mm-hmm. But it's also, it's like, yeah. I, I get it, you, you lost your girl. Yeah. I mean, whoop de doo. So sad for you. Some people lost everybody. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. so he snaps. And the coolest thing about the snap, I think, is that we get to see how some people, I'm going to say die, even though they dust, I don't know, yeah. that they dust next to somebody. And so that's how we know that they are, they have been dusted. Mm-hmm. But yeah. other people dust with nobody around them. And, it's just like, and now they're just like just gone. Like, it's just, it's very poignant. It's very, like, it really makes you think because you see like Okoye. And right. Black Panther. And in your mind, when you see the two of them, you're like, wow, Okoye, bye, girl. Exactly. That's exactly what I was like. I was like, oh, no, Okoye. Oh, oh no, no. When, when, <laughs> I did. In the I was theater, like, when Black Panther went, I was like, no. I know. I was like, bye, girl. I really like you. But, like, I mean, oh. like Bucky going, eh, you know, what well, it is. <laughs> well, Bucky's you sad because he's like, eh. Cap, and then he's you know? gone. But, like, Groot? I, I, I was not Crazy expecting sad. Black Panther to go, and then when Groot goes, it's like, and then Rocket's reaction, that's like. Even better, like, Mantis, Drax, and then you look at Peter, and you're like, Peter can't go He's now, right? And then Peter Quill, steady there, Quill. And I'm thinking to myself, I literally looked at Louisa, and I'm like, Guardians. Yeah. Like, but Rocket. Yeah. I mean, Nebula and is Nebula. in the universe, but she's mm-hmm. right? Right. And then, and of course... The, 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 let me go back to the whole Rocket. And sure. Groot, and it's even more painful because Groot, the Rocket's already lost Groot once. That's very true. You know, oh, yeah, and whether is, or not this, this is, is the, permanent, the actual permanent one. Groot, which I'm okay. I don't want, It's not really the same Groot. It's sure. Groot C. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I could kind of think that, that Rocket's thinking, man, I've lost your father and now I've lost you? You know, like, I should... I was supposed to take care of you for him. Right. You know, like, I'm like, no. Never should have let you get out of that little potted plant that I had. Uh, it's yeah. precious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. yeah, but then comes probably, for everyone else but me, one of the most saddest <laughs> ones to go. Well, you don't like, don't like little spiders? No, I love <laughs> Spider-Man. Just, you know, I don't know they, why they, that They, they definitely spider. hammed it up. You know, it's, it's definitely the most hammy yes. <laughs> of, of the dustings. Mrs. Stark, I don't feel so good. I still don't feel that great. It's taking a long time. I'm gone. Well, and that was kind of the interesting part was that I was like, (laughs) is it, and I even looked at Luis and I was like, is it taking him longer because of his suit? Like, I couldn't figure Mm. out, like, if there was a reason that it was taking very long, but, like, everyone else just dusted, but I think they just hammed it up a little bit. But my biggest one was when Doctor Strange went. Because in my mind, I was like, He's here. He knows the plan. He has he the plan. He is the plan. What you mean? <laughs> what you mean? And I'm such a, I'm a big Doctor Strange fan. So I was just like, oh, no, no, no. Like, we can't do it without yeah. him. So then my next thing was like, okay, Luis, well, well Wong is going to be like super pivotal in the next movie. And is he? No. I don't even know if we saw him. Did we yeah, see him? I don't at, the end. at the very end, yeah. Well, that's but... nice for two seconds. <laughs> 
how the way that this movie ends, it leaves you open to 780 possibilities. Right. That's the real power of this movie, is that... It leaves you dusted. It, set, it sends your brain into the stratosphere on theories and what's going to happen next, and I can't believe that that just happened and all of that. And even, even the end credits, like when Avengers um, Infinity War pops up in mm-hmm. the music, it's playing the theme song, but it's playing it in the most, like, like minor, minor chord. Right, minor <laughs> chord that you could possibly, and it's like a piano or mm-hmm. whatever, and the A, Avengers Infinity War, and then it dusts, and literally, yeah, I got like, the craziest chills okay. just watching these little things. Yeah. Um, they, they, they left you on the highest high of a low that you could ever be left. Yeah, gnarly. I was watching Addie. Mm-hmm. I was pregnant. No, I can't remember. Yeah, no. My mom was watching Addie. I had come, We came home and we were sitting here, and my mom was like, "Oh my god, did you love it?" And we just kind of looked. At we're each just other. like kind of still like bombarded, uh, like yeah. We were. Senses were knocked out. Um, for sure. It was good, and my mom was like, "What did people die?" Um, yeah. Peter Quill he died. This is my mom. <laughs> did Peter Quill? Did Gamora die? Um, you're gonna have yeah, to watch. Actually, it. you're gonna have to watch it. You're going but to have to watch. Yeah, I think they died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, it's so. rough. It's great. This this movie emotionally manipulates you. It's 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 wild. And we weren't even yeah. messing with it. We were legitimately still shocked. <laughs> yeah. And that's like a good maybe 10, 15 minute drive from the theater and we're just mm-hmm. sitting in our cars quiet the whole way through. <laughs> and then, you know, and then after that it was just months and months of waiting until we got any little bit of Avengers 4, which is what it was called at the time because oh, we yeah. didn't know the title. We were just we were just I was on the edge of my seat for like 8 months. I was like, what is going to happen next? I mean, well, you know, let's talk about And then we didn't get anything until Captain Marvel. That's true. Let's yeah. talk about your Not guys' that that helps anyone. <laughs> what was your guys' first thought at, at the end like once we got past the shock, how did you guys start to pace the next Well, I think we all agree that it had to do something with time, right? Okay, at least I'll say that. I'll say, I thought it had to do something with time because Doctor Strange, I was making the assumption that because he's like the time master, it would have to do something with the time stone. And really, I don't know what else you would do than to reverse stuff because I'm a firm believer that they wouldn't actually let the people who had been blipped or dusted or whatever (laughs) stay dusted. But I did believe that the people who died would stay dead, which I'm very happy that they decided to continue Right. My theory immediately, like, as soon as, like, he was probably, like, everybody started dusting, I probably thought to myself, no, they gotta go back in time. There's no other way. But then, afterwards, my theory kind of changed a bit. I thought that, you know, um... Maybe because that was like the most immense thing that could have actually happened in the universe. Maybe after that, kind of like a little Dragon Ball Z type mm-hmm. theory that the stones got re-scattered all over the place. Oh. And my theory, it wasn't as much as time travel, but I thought to myself, if time travel is not going to happen, then my theory that happened, that would happen would time stones get dispersed everywhere and the Avengers are all chasing after them. Thanos hears of their plan and is trying to stop them. Right. That was my secondary theory, but really, I only had one theory. 
from the moment dusting hat started to happen, that was time travel. I knew it was had to be time travel it's of some sort. I, I just didn't know how they were going to do it without the times. No, right. That's exactly. what I was like. I, I think I was... I love the way they did it. Too. I think I was thinking, because I'd read the comics a little bit, I hadn't read this actual story. I hadn't read, like, the Infinity Gauntlet, sure. which is what that story is called. But I knew that people had gotten killed and then they had come back in, in some way or another. So I think I was thinking that they were going to have to go get the stones, either from Thanos or if they had like split up again, they would have to get them. Get the stones and then use the stones to reverse what he did. And time to do something with the stones. <laughs> time travel factored in a kind of to my theory, but honestly I wasn't I was thinking that they were gonna have to like go into the soul stone and pull out everybody's souls one by one or something like oh, that. That's and, a very... and get people out and maybe go grab one Doctor Strange and have Doctor Strange get the time zone and, you know, weave their way back to that having everybody together. But also, whoa. Right. It, 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 the thing is that <laughs> every one of my theories is so much to explain. But yeah. then what they ended up doing was also so much to explain. Right. So, you know, it's really and it's just funny because in some ways they took an easy route by using time. Sure. Which I won't say that that's not easy because I think it's it's one of the easier ways to do it, but it also is so convoluted. It's very complicated, very. And I still need to watch it a couple more times to be like, yeah, I can explain it to you, right? Because I, I can't quite explain it. It was right now. It was hef- hefty, but hefty stuff. overall, I will say we can talk money and stuff, but I will say that I do like this movie, Louise. I do like it. It's just not my favorite. Hmm. You were dreading watching this movie so badly. Like, you legitimately, if you could not have watched it, you wouldn't have. No, I wouldn't have been able to talk this much. Go ahead, Ozzy. Tell us money. <laughs> no, no, what I'm saying is, money if you is. had a choice, you would not have watched it. No, that's not true. No, that's so true. She, she legitimately said, if I didn't have to watch for it, I wouldn't have watched it. For the podcast, I do many things. <laughs> well, yes, for the Fox in the House. Thank you she so much. for the podcast. Um, well, this movie uh, had a lot had a lot of stuff going on. Okay, its budget was three hundred and twenty-one million dollars. Its budget was three twenty. Some movies don't make anywhere near. I'm is that pretty, the highest budgeted movie? I, it might be up there. I think between this and and Endgame, and Endgame. It, it, they're like some of the highest budgeted movies of all of time. Of all time, easily. That's insane. Easily. And um, speaking of all time, this movie ended up grossing a. Did we finally read it? Yes. Oh no! It was but that, that's that's the other one. Yes. Um, but this movie grossed a crazy two billion and forty eight million seven hundred nine thousand nine hundred seventeen dollars. Just a just a just a just a buttload of money. A veritable buttload. And and it made six hundred seventy eight million domestically in America. Jesus. People like this movie. I went and saw it. I think four times in the theater. I think I I think we saw it three times. Yeah. And this is at a time when we definitely weren't watching it. No, I think it was twice. I went and watched it with you. Yes. I watched it with Mary Angela. When? To the podcast. <laughs> when? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Without me? I don't think so. And I saw it with my mom. Again, did you see all these without me? <laughs> um, 
You never saw it with Mary Angelou. Yes, I did, because I remember no, no, I was, sitting okay, in the I was there. and saying, Space. When Space came up and she's like, how did you know I was going to do that? Because <laughs> I, like, I know things. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. And then your mom's... Are you sure your mom didn't see it on DVD with us? I don't know. I don't think she... No, she probably did go to the Yeah, I think, I, think, I think I remember you guys. See? Okay, so three times, yeah. Well, when I mean, you, when you least, leave me out of the equation, it makes me wonder. <laughs> I don't know. I do most things with you. Anyhow. Exactly. So I'm like, what? Um, interestingly enough, like, I, I, I genuinely think that this is one of the best Marvel movies. Um, and it's not, it's not my favorite just because it's so ensemble but on... The ensemble is is one of the reasons that is that is the greatest as well. But on Rotten Tomatoes, it, this movie only has an eighty five percent only has an eighty five percent and it has a ninety one percent audience score. But I, I don't know. I thought that it would be higher than that. Well, see that that works for me because I'm gonna give it an eight point five. Okay. That makes me happy because I think I'm right with what you said. It's a good movie. I'm not saying like I hate it. I don't like it. But there's just so much going on yeah. that it kind of hurts my head. Yeah. Like, watching it over a span of two days or splitting it up made it easier for me to digest because then I could enjoy the things that I wanted to enjoy. I did laugh a lot. I did love the music. I did love the action. Some of the acting was a little funky. Sure. But it just is so much like they're telling this immense story that it's hard bit. to watch all at once. Yeah. Like, I'll sit down and watch two and a half hours of Lord of the Rings. But the story is so streamlined in comparison. Right. Yeah. This is like <clears throat> busting your brains every five seconds. It's 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 a lot, and I think that's part of the reason that I that I love it. Like it, it's like a not a love hate relationship, but it's a, a little bittersweet. It's like there's so much happening, and it's crazy, and it's kind of confusing, and it's a little bit hard to take in but also at the same time it's the most comic booky stuff Mm -hmm. that has ever happened in a movie and it's so cool that they fit all of it in there in a fairly cohesive story you know it's it's incredibly impressive i agree good job feige and the russo bros i really i i definitely agree yeah um so with that being said i think i'm gonna give it a nine Boom. Lou, what about you, Bo? I see your nine, and I raise you a nine as well. Ooh. I like it. He's so called. you're raising mine. <laughs> it's cool. It's really good. It's cool. It's cool. It's pretty good. Yeah, this is a, this is a jolly good movie. Oh, and uh, end credit scene, uh, Maria Hill gets dusted, uh, Nick Fury gets dusted, but hits a button, and Captain Marvel's on. It almost cusses, so. Yeah. Yeah. Full circle. <laughs> almost got to use their one PG-13 F-bomb, but so. they didn't. <laughs> Which I remember being in the theater like, like she's gonna be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> and with that said, everyone, we thought we would go fully full circle. Yeah. Um, so for next week's movie. Oh, that's right. Next not week. Next week. Next. Next, next time. Episode. Next episode. Uh, we will be watching the 2019 <laughs> film Captain Marvel. I'm actually really excited. I think I've seen this one more than some other oh, really? like Marvel movies, and it just came out this yeah, year. Yeah, it just came out, and I really like it. I think I saw it twice in theaters, but I haven't, I haven't watched it at home. It. I haven't we watched it at home it. yet, so I'm, I'm excited to do that. We own it. You guys want to watch well. it together? Ooh, yeah. We'll have to bring Michelle back from her desk. Yeah, that's right. She's uh, she is 
uh, still trapped in a um, soul stone or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's pull her and go more out of the soul stone. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> Let's do that indeed. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this extra long Infinity War pack, jam-packed episode. Extra, I think it's extra the longest long. episode. Oh, I think Beauty and the Beast still has it by a couple of seconds, but it depends on how long it takes me to do Let this me, Hurry up and get off. <laughs> Let me just start reading from the yellow pages. Oh. <laughs> even have those <laughs> The end game episode will be three hours long. Um, <laughs> if you guys want to keep up with us in the meantime, between now and Captain Marvel, go to social media. We are at the Walt Vault Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Instagram is where it's happening. Follow us on there, most importantly. Uh, you can you can subscribe. You can send us a message. You can leave us a rating. You can leave us a review. Do all of those things. All of that stuff helps us out here at the Walt Vault. Helps get us to more ears. Um, you can also go to patreon.com slash the Walt Vault where you can sign up for as little as a dollar per month, and uh, that'll get you access to our after show, to some notes, to some Kingdom Hearts video game gameplays, and uh, if you sign up at a higher level, you'll get a gift in the mail. It's fun stuff. If you don't want to do it, sign your mom up for it or whatever. You know, hook and us up. And this week, you'll Help get my notes on top of our That's notes. right. Double notes. Y'all love <laughs> notes. Come on now. Double the commentary, double the notes. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, don't forget to send me an email at contact at the uh, just like our homeboy Kevin has been doing from Australia. Howdy, Kevin. Um, and uh, we will.